Welcome to the latest edition of Robots for Eyes. Sponsored by Budweiser. Hopefully. One day. Nah. No? Nah. That's the we thing. want Brew, Brew Dog, actually. Brew, Brew Dog can sponsor us. This is the thing, right? There's no sponsor, no sort of big company that's selling any form of merchandise is going to approach us. Brew Dog might. It depends if they're... Because they're, they're, cool. cool, they're all cool at Brew Dog. Yeah, definitely they are cool. And mega cool. So cool they'd sponsor us by giving us, like, 12 cans of beer but each week. No one will t- I don't think anyone... No one does touch podcasts like this because of the shit we say. A, you swear, and a lot of people don't like... Companies don't like listening to people swear. Mm. And uh, obviously the topic can be a bit dark sometimes. Yeah, but, but people the, under, people who listen, you the, guys listening, you're just having a laugh. The, the, peop- the people who don't want to sponsor us aren't cool. Exactly. That's how I see it. And if anyone wants to sponsor us, great. I mean, they're cool. Yeah. Because they're giving us money. Yeah, talking of money. Get on Patreon. <laughs> Go to Patreon. Give us all your money. That's what you need to do. Yeah. Buy shit Buy shit off us from somewhere. I don't even know oh, where it's yeah. from now. Oh, yeah. T- uh, T-Mail. We Something haven't mentioned like. that in about 100 episodes. It's because we don't really care. We nah. just play along with it, don't we? Yeah. You can just really? find it if you need anything. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, Saturday. This is Saturday the... F- because this is when we're recording. Is this your favourite day of the week, would you say? Favourite day? Yeah. Or do you have a favourite day? I don't day? know, because every day just seems to be constant struggle. <laughs> <laughs> so, no. So, no no day's good for me, really. M- maybe once I'm not working every weekend and doing stuff every weekend, I'll go, yeah, Saturdays are good. I think the pinnacle of the week is, is Friday. Thursday's pretty good. Because you know that Friday's coming, <coughs> so it's got it's got that as perks. Yeah, but that, that has for you. But I mean, yeah, if you're not working a weekend, obviously. Yeah, but I would, like I've been like I'm that used to working every weekend at the moment for the past like four months. You should be a millionaire then. I don't know what you're worried about. <laughs> you own the week. I wish I did. So Saturday's good. Sunday is, I mean, some people love Sunday. They have a Sunday roast. I hate it. Too slow. I, fuck, I can't stand it. You just know what's coming. I don't like just lying. Lying down in bed as well, and then, and then you wait, watch a bit of I don't know Sunday brunch or something. What? Some people do, you know what I mean? Saturday, whatever it is, I don't know. F- cooking thing in the morning, and then you get up at like twelve, and no, I can't do that. No. I've got to be up at like well, I'm up about half seven anyway. Absolute latest. It's too too early, mate. Like you said today, and I was like, nah, let's go for eight half eight. Half eight's actually better. Yeah. A little bit of a lying. I was up early again, but yeah, because I'm I'm not working, but. I'm going out doing quotes and stuff, so I can still class that as working, I suppose. That, yeah, I'd say that's working. And I've got to write quotes. And I've got to, yeah, whatever. I can bore everyone's senses. Mm, yeah, you will. In my life. If you're boring me, I'm just entertaining you. I know, you're just looking at me with a vague, like, stare, like you've been smoking loads of weed. <laughs> I wish. Nathan and Olivia, they're having a baby boy. Congratulations. And they've asked us for <coughs> name suggestions. Um, Mardvark. Mardvark. Mm-hmm. You could pretend it's some sort of like Polish child or something. Did you know I uh, I went through just before we recorded this part and started recording. There's a list of names that are becoming extinct. Craig, there was a 96% drop in Craigs. Yeah, I can see why. So if you spot a juvenile Craig in the wild, that's rare. It's rare. There's Gary's, no ba- Gary's no baby Craigs. Gary's were going, weren't they? But apparently they're doing a bit of a comeback now, which I'm not happy about. But you know. So also. Jeffrey, that's going extinct. These names are going extinct. Jeffrey, Wayne, Neville. Neville? Neville's a bit of a hard name, isn't it? Neville's like it's a council Neville. state man, isn't he? Fucking Neville. Yeah. And then got, Don't um, mess with Neville. Why? Because <laughs> he'll, he'll, he'll come and beat, beat you to death with a lump of fucking leg of lamb or something. Uh, Malcolm. 
Malcolm? Not, yeah, I could see. Malcolm's a bit of a shit name. If you call Malcolm, change your name. Mal- Malcolm, to me, looks like a like um, like um, a really skinny, sort of like um, loser type of person. Okay, savage. Clarence. Clarence. Yeah. Sounds American. Clarence. We've got Derek. And obviously, like you were saying, Gary. Derek's cool. Derek's cool. And Gary. Yeah, Gary. Disappearing. Mm. I think you should do a bit for the Extinction Rebellion and call your, your child-to-be Craig. Craig, 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 Gary, <laughs> Craig, David. Talking her names, we've got some shout-outs. Okay. Uh, Patricia Hogbin, I think I gave her a shout-out last week or the week before. Can't remember. <coughs> I'm sorry, I'm choking on coffee. Man, just get a little... <coughs> that is... Uh, come on, Matt, how unprofessional. <coughs> I'm trying to do shout-outs here. <coughs> Are you okay? <coughs> Back in the room. Back in the room. <gasps> I know, I had to, sorry. Torrent of hate mail. Sorry, but I mean, if you listened to me, I was nearly dying a second ago, so it had to happen. It would have been good if you did die. Uh, yeah, live on live on the podcast. Happy birthday, Karen Powell, <coughs> she's 50. Happy well, birthday to you, I'm hope you're getting really hammered. Spo- sure I'm supposed to say that she's 50, but whatever. It's a matter. Why are you not supposed to say how old women are getting? Can't say your age. Why? Yeah, I don't understand that. Whatever. Stephen Parker. Stephen Parker. Isn't he... Uh, Character from Thunderbirds. Maybe. Don't know. Don't Sounds watch Thunderbirds. Like I think yeah. he's one of those little wooden things that's walked around that with their arms waving, going, Hello, like brains. That, is it, it is. like that now? I don't know. I it should know. be. One of my mates does a voice in it, but I can't remember. should be. That'd be you. I think that's the way it should be because that's the way it was invented, wasn't it? Gainer Thomas. <coughs> Gainer Thomas. <coughs> Sorry, I'm still struggling from this coffee. Do you want a sick bucket? <coughs> <coughs> Right, Gaynor Thomas. Um, she sounds like um, like a high up physics, like a sort of professor. Yeah, sound. Liam Ashby. Liam Ashby. He um, he's table tennis champion of uh, West Midlands. <laughs> Jack Wilkinson. I swear we've done this before. I'm having a mad deja vu. He owns Wilkinson Sword. <coughs> See, the thing is, I knew you were going to say that. Harvey Green. Harvey Green. Um, he sounds just like smokes a solicitor. weed. Solicitors. Swear, man, I'm getting a mad deja vu. Probably. Jack Onion. Jack Onion. Well, he grows onions. This is like crazy. This is (laughs) simulation theory. (laughs) Been here before. Uh, Ben Ryan. Ben Ryan. He, he, I know I've said it before, but he he does sound like sort of a character off um, Street Fighter. Ben Ryan. This is fucking crazy. Like, like he's like a, he's like a karate kid one. What what was Ryu, wasn't it? Yeah, Ryu. Ben, ben Ryan and Ben Ben Ryan Ry- and Ryu. Ryu and Ken, who were the same thing basically. They were. One was just American, one was apparently Japanese but didn't look Japanese. Yeah. That's so racist. It's, I just I just I don't know. <laughs> but they're the same, weren't they? They were the same. Yeah, they're the same. It was just boring that was. It's like they were just like everyone else was different. Right. Everyone else was different. Blanka the wanker. Yeah. And then and then you had those two. They just went, I'll tell you what, why don't we just We've got this one, and then I think I'm guessing the Americans went, eh, we need some ninja person. <laughs> Who was that fella with the long Kim, arms? Um, um, I can't remember. The the Indian fella. Sound like a curry house. The Dilash or something. <laughs> yeah, Dilash. Um, what was his name? Dilshad or... Dil... Uh, Dil... Dil... I can't remember. And then we had the f- the, the fat gem- um, uh, sumo wrestler one. Remember? What was his name? E-Honda. E-Honda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> With his yeah. choppy hands. <laughs> Quality, mate. Joseph Hards, last shout out. Um, he um, he makes um, whiskey in uh, Northumberland. Okay. 
Northumberland is known around the world for its premier top class <laughs> whiskey. Hard whiskey, obviously. It's amazing. Well. <laughs> it's all the hard water they use there. Oh, that'll do it, I think. Um, yeah, do whatever. You, if you want to win this piece of art that Rob's going to create today, then you know what to do. Share on social media. And <coughs> thanks to everyone that's sharing all our stuff. That's It really is helping. It does It pushes us in the uh, podcasting world. It's easy. I've seen a big, like, it does work. It does work, definitely. Mm. <coughs> so keep doing it, everybody. I'm sorry, I'm still struggling from that coffee incident earlier on. It's so unprofessional. I know. We're trying to do a professional podcast here with no fuck-ups, no stumbling, no fucking swearing. I can't fucking help it. So, what is the episode? Have you ever heard of missing 411 cases? <clears throat> is that something to do with a plane? Or? No. It's like there's an unusual amount of, of people disappearing. Um, and it's commonly reported in, in US national parks, but it happens around the world. Mm. Like in really, really bizarre circumstances. Like right. some, of, some of these circumstances like the, are just exceptionally odd. They're so bizarre. Yeah, like almost unbelievable. Like some of them involving children, like little toddlers, crossing massive distances through incredibly difficult and tough terrain. Like one child has found something like 12 miles up a mountain, like 12 miles away up a mountain, who'd been missing for like a couple of hours. Was found totally fine. Just, okay, so it's like impossible for them to get there. Completely impossible. Or so the experts tell us. And sometimes people are found alive in the freezing cold where they shouldn't have been alive. Did right. It's just really, really weird. A dude was found dead in a river, and they, they think he didn't drown because I think the experts, are, you know, cause of death couldn't be identified. Right. You'd think they'd know if it was drowning. Well, yeah, they'd, they'd know, wouldn't they? They would know if it was drowning. And what was weird about this instance, he was found underneath a sheet of ice that had formed on the river days before he even went missing. Hmm? That's fucking weird, isn't it? A lot of cases where the body is found... The area in question where the person went missing has been usually searched multiple times by search and rescue parties. And there's instances of the bodies being found on the trails that have been walked by the searchers for days. Okay. That's fucking weird. That is really weird. I like the time of, of death can be ruled within a few days or hours, even though the person has been missing for weeks in freezing weather. So it kind of indicates that they were alive. Okay. For a long period of time. You know, if you went missing a week ago, yeah, it was yeah. minus 10 outside. Yeah, but you, yeah, but like, you'd be dead, wouldn't you? So and then like, when they do find you, the time of death, I've only been dead two hours. Yeah. yeah. Oh. How's that work? Where mm. were you then? There's nowhere out here for you to be. Mm. You're wearing a fucking t-shirt. How yeah. did you survive? Geordie, maybe? That's probably why. Oh, yeah, yeah, Survive yeah. for so long and then, <laughs> then, then finally get, succumb to the uh, cold. But most of them can get through any cold, can't they? Yeah, t-shirts too much clothing for them. <laughs> Imagine David Attenborough, like you know, and they have the, the pe- penguins and stuff. And we have uh, a shovel of Geordies with their can of special brew. <laughs> yeah, and it's, pati- it's particularly warm today, as you can see. Their t-shirts are off. <laughs> <laughs> Just staggering minus fifty, <laughs> sweltering, global warming at its worst. 
<laughs> they also show like bodies that are found can sometimes show signs of or evidence of falling from height or being dropped, which is a bit kind of like the cow thing. Yeah, like the like where they find a cow up a tree mm. and it's got no blood in its body. Mm. Yeah, it's sort of. But then they're not. I wouldn't say they're not mutilated the people. In some instances they have been, but that's usually when they're found so long after, like years later, you can't tell whether it happened on purpose or is it just, you know, animals ripping them apart or whatever. Mm. So these national parks in a, in America are, are massive. They're yeah. absolutely enormous. And it's almost like when, I was trying to picture it, it's almost like these, in certain areas, you, you the cities and towns are in the forests, but people kind of think that it's like you're going to the forest. It's all around you, the what. The wilderness surrounds you all the time. America is a big place. It's a fucking whopper. It's a good place to go missing and, you know, appear in the cold with no t-shirt on and go, what the fuck? Where are you, man? Why you fucking cold? Fucking boiling, like. Where's my fucking st- Stella? <laughs> America's uh, got some, I mean, them parks look amazing. They look, they look brilliant. Amazing places, mate. But you can get eaten by bears and shit. Real threats out there. Yeah, it was just, um... Have I got that right? Have I spelt that right? What? 411 or 441? 411, well done, yeah. So I, 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 I just guessed. You don't spell numbers, you write numbers down. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was hoping no one would ki- kick up on that, but you know, yeah, it's all right. That's Sorry. A, it's the 411, what it's called for, that's apparently a, a computer reference, like missing data or corrupt data. So when it comes to these actual cases, I'll yep. give you like the sort of super condensed versions because they'll just take up way too much time. So, I suspect that a lot of people listening will know about these cases themselves. And if you don't, read into them. Because I think you, it's it's difficult to convey how weird these these um, these disappearances are. So the whole this whole thing, this whole, I don't know what you would call it, phenomena or whatever you want to call it, was brought to the attention of a guy called David Polides. Now I've heard him pronounce his name. Because people are going, you said his name, man. I've heard him pronounce his name, Polides and Polides. But I'm going with Polidus. So he said it twice, differently? Uh, yeah, I've heard him do it. Dickhead. Now, he's wrote several books on what he calls the missing 411 cases. Okay. He's done films and he's done documentaries. And they're worth checking out if any of this perks up your interest, shall we say. Yeah. Uh, now, he, he got put onto this by, by a former park ranger in the States who like approached <laughs> him and said, listen, Dave, because he's... Um, He's an ex-police officer, like a detective. The park ranger spoke to him and said, listen, mate, there's, uh, there's shitloads of people vanishing. Something weird's going down that defies explanation. Somebody knows something. Have a look into this. Yeah, Check why is this out. happening? Yeah, so he did, and off down the rabbit hole he went, and that's where we're going now. Okay. So if you look into these cases on their own, isolated, like just by themselves... You probably won't notice anything strange, but he says when you start collecting the data on thousands and thousands of cases, you start to see patterns emerging, mm-hmm. which would otherwise pass you by. I suppose that's his detective nature coming yeah, through. Yeah. Um, they're odd patterns. So before we get into to all that, I want to go through numbers on, on missing people, just so you can sort of get an, an idea of what, okay. how many people go missing. Now, obviously, these are internet numbers. And many factors have to be taken into account when discussing this, like, you know, mental issues, domestic violence, because people would be just running away, murders. Some people just skip country or walk away from their life. Some people just do it, don't they? They just yeah. go, fuck this, I'm off. Some people become homeless. 
um, you know what I mean, or, or commit suicide in large bodies of water and you, the bodies are never going to be found. Mm-hmm. But even so, the numbers on missing people are really hard to get your head around. Because we're talking about, in this instance, happy people just vanishing. People in- which... which um don't seem to look like they're going to go mental and run off or kill themselves. Yeah. And suddenly just gone missing. Like, like they've just, like me or you, going for a hike and then suddenly, sorry, it's that American then, going for a walk in the park <laughs> and then going missing. Yeah. And it doesn't, hap- it doesn't have to happen in, in um, you know, giant wilderness areas. It happens all around the world. Mm. So it can happen here and it does happen here. It's weird though. If I just suddenly vanished for no reason at all, you definitely suspect some f- some form of foul play. Nah, <laughs> <laughs> I'll be think I'll be going thank fuck for that. <laughs> no, you, you would you wouldn't you go what's going on? Something's happened. Someone's done something. That's what you'd think, wouldn't you? Yeah, because like when I was going through these cases, I was thinking, well, it doesn't sound that weird, but you you don't know the person. It's as if you knew the person, you knew the background, knew that they're not just going to wander off and disappear. Know that they're gonna. There's no issues mentally. It yeah. does start to be weird. So anyway, um, in the UK, there's something like 275,000 people disappear each year, which is creepy. That is mad, isn't it? And 140,000 of them are children. What? That is fucking creeps, mate. A miss, there's a missing person report filed every 90 seconds, right? And I did a little bit more digging. And I think per year, there's around 1,000 unidentified bodies in mortuaries. So there's a hell of a lot of people unaccounted for. So where do these people just go? So quarter, there, quarter of a million people. This, it's, it's crazy, isn't it, when you think about it? Because like I said to you quite a few episodes back, you're probably talking like, I don't know, halfway through. So like episode like 50 or something, I said there's probably more people who've gone missing who've been murdered than... So there's more murderers out there than, than murder, murderers actually in prison for their oh, crime. Oh, yeah. So, so like, quarter. so say out of ten, if ten people are dead, have been murdered, you're probably going to get like three, maybe in prison, yeah. and there's another seven out and about or something. It could be, mate. You only hear about when they get caught. Yeah, yeah, it's true, isn't it? You don't hear about uh, oh, they died. Oh well. And we know from like serial killer episodes that sometimes the police have a quite a hard time trying to catch people. Yeah, and they can just drift about well, doing the whatever plate, they want. Think it's huge. Yeah, if anything can happen, you know what I mean. You you can. I, not that we're, we're planning to do it, but you could quite easily probably get rid of a body. Yeah, and I not so. and not never it be found if you were clever about it. Yeah, if you're not in a panic and you you know and you're just going to shit, what do I do with this body that yeah, I've like, just stabbed to death? Like if you were walking down a country lane and there was just a geezer there and you jacked him for no yeah, reason, yeah. and then you're in trouble because then you've got to try and get the body out and put it somewhere before anyone noticed. But if you yeah, planned it, you could quite easily get rid of people. If there's no like CCTV, no reason for a person to disappear, they just vanish. Yeah, that could that could. Uh, Quite easily. But I read in the US, mate, 800,000 children disappear into thin air each year. That's not happening to nearly a million kids. Epstein. It, well, yeah, I wonder if their numbers drop now that Epstein <laughs> hasn't killed himself. Yeah, he didn't kill himself, obviously. 2,200 a day, that is. 2,200 a day? Apparently so. Fuck. That's a lot, isn't it? If that doesn't make people go, what? 2,200 kids in America? Yes. Disappearing. Imagine what it's like <coughs> around the world, like or in China or India with your massive populations. Where are these people? I mean, these are internet numbers. Mm. I have no... <coughs> I Pre- don't know if these are... Re- this is, you know... Horrible re- bastard pre- predators everywhere, aren't there? That's the problem. Well, maybe, yeah. So I would say it. Some of them probably would have just fucked off and maybe done something stupid. Kids are twats, man. They just yeah. will walk in front of buses <coughs> and off cliffs. Yeah, yeah. 
Well, th- there was that kid who who um, was found near train track, wasn't he? And he, he, you know, he just was messing around and jumped on the train track and got electrocuted. Really? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. But, I mean, that shit can happen. Of course it can. You know what I mean? You have to people, watch people, people can go missing, but uh, what do you call it? Death by misadventure. Mm-hmm. I bet there's a lot of that going on, especially with children. I think a lot of this, <coughs> what we're going to go through, mm. is, um, a lot of these numbers are are exactly that. Yeah. Given time in, in when the body's been lying out in the wilderness, I suppose it's, it becomes increasingly difficult as time passes by to actually accurately determine what caused someone's death. Mm. Yeah. I mean, well, it's, uh, were we doing an episode the other day? Um, I can't remember if I was watching this or if this was something we were doing about they turn up the heat when they murdered the, when yeah, they killed them to try. And, oh yeah, just to try and sh- throw them off, sort of thing. Yeah, make them. I think, mean, yeah. And if you know, you could be anywhere. You could, you know, if you're in like a, a bloody desert or if you're in, you know, a rainforest, it's going to be different effects, isn't it? You know what I mean? It's going to. I think yeah. I mean, I think <coughs> if you're found like way out in the middle of nowhere, they're probably just that is what it is. How Come do on, you reckon if someone's stuck in a frozen ice cap? How do they age him? Do you reckon they just go, well, has he got an iPhone on him? He must be somewhere between 2,000. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. They pulled a spear out of a <clears throat> some dead giant whale, I can't remember the specific type, and it had, um, yeah, the spear was u- last used in 1812 or something. All right, okay. So this, this thing's been swimming about the ocean for... Unless unless some someone had just got one, acquired one from someone and shot a whale. Yeah, unless it's bullshit that you read on the <laughs> internet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So David Politis started to think that something was up when he tried to get records of missing people from national parks. Okay. And the US National Park Service, they were like, no, nah, sorry, we, we don't keep any records of missing people, which I've got to admit is a bit weird. Why would they why, not? Why would they not keep it, yes, to say? What if there's something really suspicious on, and they find a body and this person's been missing, but they're on, you know... What you say on top of Everest or something? You know what I mean? You were like, hang on. Surely you'd keep yeah. some form of record. The yeah. National Park Service apparently said that we rely on the institutional memory of our employees to help us with historical missing people cases. Institutional memory? What the fuck does that actually mean? It just means that. <coughs> can you remember? Yeah, Dave, you've been here for twenty-eight years. Do you remember that missing person? There's been shitloads. We need some data from that uh, specific case in 1996 where a four-year-old went missing on the 4th of November. Can you remember? Yeah, do you remember what um, material that sock was made out of? What? I mean, if that that is the case, it's fucking 2019. Get a computer out and fucking start. Yeah. Might help you. Yeah. So what he did is he asked them to compile a list of people who've gone missing just from Yosemite National Park because apparently that's a hot spot, (coughs) so so they tell us. Mm -hmm. And they said, all right, yeah, we'll do that. It'll cost you $34,000. What did he? Why did he say to that? He went bullshit to that. Well, he said, "Okay, okay, thirty-four grand." Well, I haven't got that. And they said, "Oh, and by the way, it'll cost you something around one and a half million dollars to get a record made for all national parks because there's so mu- so many admin fees." I think mm. just paying people to do it. And he se- he seems to think that they were either trying to deter him or wanted to make it impossible for him to get the data. Like kind of saying, "Why do you want this information? Mm. Stop asking. Just yeah. leave it alone." Why though? Why would they do that? It seems that's what he kind of indicates in in a lot of the documentaries and shit I've seen. I, th- I think it's just if there's two thousand two hundred kids missing each day, it's it, like you say, it's an admin fee. It's kind of like just just how are we going to keep on top of this? It by the time you finish, there's another fucking fifty kids gone missing. You know what I mean? By the time you've printed out the last piece of paper, there's another one. You know? But I do think there's something weird going on because there's instances of like p- reports, missing people <coughs> reports, being withheld from the families of the victims, which I think is quite strange it's not like it's it's classified or anything mm. or is it 
Maybe. <clears throat> but could that be because it's so brutal? Or could it be, you know, I mean, you hear people who have children or relatives, whoever it is, like who meet a horrible end, whatever that's, you, they go to court and hear the details. Mm, it's not like they hide the, it, it doesn't make sense to me. If that's, if what yeah, I'm read is true. Because, yeah, if, if that's, it, I know what you mean, because they, they do talk about bad things that have happened to someone and then, like their kids and they've they been chopped to. up and yep. other bad things have happened to them before that and all that. But yeah, it's like it's like if they didn't, if they don't give them the information, it's like they're picking and choosing why they're doing that. Well, families are saying, let me see the report and they're going, yeah, yeah. no, you can't have that. Yeah. Like, what? It's a report on whoever who's gone missing. Can't, can't give you that. Sorry. Stop asking. And also like during searches, which usually contain volunteers and like mountain park people or whatever, dudes in military uniforms sometimes turn up and like conduct their own search. And when they're questioned by police or whoever authorities on the scene, they just go, shut the fuck up. We don't answer to you. FBI, C- CIA type dudes turn up as well. It's like, fuck's Mulder. Weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Now, he, David Politis and his team, they don't look into all missing people cases because... He wouldn't be able to. Exactly. He only ve- investigates cases with special criteria. Like when I said, I mean, pa- when patterns emerge. Mm-hmm. Um, things that make specific cases strange and set them apart from the rest now all of the missing 411 cases have specific traits or as he says profile points in common i've got a <coughs> list of them here mm-hmm. it's not a full list if anybody wants to read all about it head over to his website which is canammissing.com um, and that will obviously explain it better than we can do in an hour or an hour and a half so the first thing time and time again People vanish around large bodies of water or near granite boulder fields. So I suspect that isn't water to be expected. In the middle of the wilderness, someone goes missing. You can't find them. And there's a massive river there. Um, Well, it seems like a convenient place to get rid of someone, doesn't it? Or fall (coughs) in, misadventure. Mm, Yeah. To me, though, like that's the ideal place to get rid of a body, isn't it, in the water? Oh, right. So you going down the route straight uh, away before we start? To murder, yeah. You, okay, so you saying all these are... Okay. <coughs> Not all of them, but there'll be, I reckon, quite a fair few of them will be. Around water and stuff, I mean, it's the, probably the best way of disguising a body, isn't it? You know what I mean? If you can Just kick them get in. In, kick, him, kick them in or stick something on them and bowl them, you know, k- kayak out a bit and drop them in or whatever, you know what I mean? It's kind of... Yeah, even divers will go past it. Absolutely. So, But what's really interesting is there's usually... Well, in pretty much every single one of these cases, there's a, a total lack of tracks or like sniffer dogs can't find any scent whatsoever at the exact spot where somebody's vanished, which is odd because like sometimes the dogs are on the scene within an hour. Mm-hmm. And if they do pick up a scent, they'll refuse to follow it, like just sit down and start acting weird. Also, a total lack of tracks is odd because if there was a struggle, like, like you say a murder or something or kidnapping or even a wild animal attack, trackers would be able to see that. Surely they'd see it, wouldn't they? Yeah, they'd, well, yeah, they would quite easily, wouldn't they? And they're saying there's no tracks. It's not like there isn't any tracks of anyone else. There's no tracks <coughs> of the person. But Bear grills. We've already worked it out. Stealth. Murder is Bear grills. Stealth grills. Yeah. <laughs> so in many cases, the search starts immediately, within minutes, especially when it involves children, as you mm-hmm. could expect. And like pe- People have been walking through the woods in lines of people, you know, like single file, talking to each other, having a laugh. And then the dude at the back just stops talking and just vanishes, like in close proximity to other people. 
And this this happens regularly. In the cases, well, it does, but in, in the 411 cases, obviously people go missing in national yeah, parks. Yeah. But, but the know. people who are searching, one of them disappears, off goes on. No, the person that goes missing is usually in a line of people. That's a common trait for, for people who are victims. All right, okay. They just vanish. People who have helped in the... No, no, the victims, the people that have gone missing, they'll be in a line of people on a hike, walking through the woods. Oh, so there'll be literally like a line if you mapped it, you mean? Like, there'll be be like, say me and you and ten other people went for a hike, Mm. and I'm at the back, everyone's talking, and then all of a sudden I'm not talking, you turn around and I've gone. Right, okay. So everyone will stop, turn around and scream, where's Tom gone? And I've fucking vanished. That happens a lot. In okay. the 411 cases. Right. Even to the point where uh, Paulides says, don't walk in single file. Walk together. Walk in like a posse. It's not it, It's not every case, but it's every case of missing 411. This has to be like a, p- a piece of criteria. Yeah. Okay. But it doesn't It doesn't sound freaky, that. But, I mean, you imagine if we were, like, 20 of us going for a walk, and that, like, happened to your girlfriend. She was at the back and then just wasn't there talking. Yeah. That'd be weird as fuck, wouldn't it? Yeah. You'd think they're messing around, wouldn't you? It'd be like one of those movies where they go, come on, guys. And then suddenly, like, some weird thing flies out the train, like, flies off Batman. Yeah, it seems with, to be. Like, like, the head of someone or something. And then they get the tracker guys in and the, the, the sniffer dogs, and they're like, well, there's no track of them. There's no scent. Because if it was, like, an animal, you'd think, you know, and it was catching the last person, it wouldn't be able to stop them from making a noise and stuff, would it? You know what I mean? Blood and... Yeah, struggle yeah. Just be just brutal, wouldn't it? Rather than like, I'm going to stealthily take this person. Well, I've got a, a an account here from, this is weird, from an 85-year-old, I think he was 85, like an experienced outdoorsman. He was on a hunt with a party of like 10 <coughs> people. Yeah. Because of his age, he sat like on the edge of a, the field or the meadow or whatever while the lads went in and yeah, flushed yeah. out the animals. And they're hunting all day. He's chilling in the, fi- in the field, minding his own business. And the hunting party returns and like everyone's in the field, whatever, having a bite to eat. And he said, I'm just going to nip for a piss in the in the tree line. So he wanders off. Mm-hmm. And that's it. He's gone. He's gone. Never he vanishes off the face of the earth. The people in the field said they heard a, like a, a, met- a loud metallic clanging sound just as he vanished. They were screaming and shouting for him. This isn't, this is a person that has no reason to just wander off. No. And he walked. 20 feet over there and took a piss. And then disappeared. And there's no sign of him at all. It's weird, mate. It's weird. A metallic sound. Yeah, so like, a, like what, like metal being hit or... They asked the fellas in the hunting party, did, was there anything weird happening? Did it, Was it odd? And they went, yeah, there was a strange... There was a clown in the woods. We strange, just carried massive on. bear trap sound sort of thing. Bear trap? So like a snapping of metal? Like what, a... Or something... A me- metallic clang That's what oh, they said Okay They got sniffer dogs in They found no scent There was no tracks No items of clothing No evidence of animal attack Nothing And there was no reason For him to, to walk off mm. Mm. In, Like Helicopters with thermal imaging cameras Find fuck all People don't vanish Without leaving some form of evidence Yeah Usually Definitely How could you You have to leave something Surely Did you think so Like you say Even the scent of some sort for the dogs and whatnot. And even if, like you said, a predator is watching and waiting waiting to pick you off at the last second when no one's, you know... It's a dra- clown. It's a clown <laughs> in the woods. <laughs> Imagine that. You're going shooting and there's a clown just sitting there juggling balls. Looking at you. The clown's getting shot. You would. You go, right, lads, there's 
it's about 12 of us. That clown's getting shot. He's on his own. What's he doing in the middle of a massive national park on his own, juggling with a massive smile on his face? It's weird, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> so the thing is, like, if it was a predator, some form of bear or... I mean, I don't know if bears are in- indigenous <coughs> to specific areas where people have been going missing or whatever. I don't know the ins and outs of this. But there are predators out there. It might, that might explain why the dogs aren't weird. Because, because if yeah, if there's a bear around, they're gonna go fucking oh, they can smell. the scent of it. Yeah, yeah. You know, freak them out. They're like, whoa, I'm not going any further. I'm just gonna sit down because something big was here. Yeah, yeah. I killed a human. Yeah, but like, it's close. But we don't know how close. But the scent's there, so it's close. Basically, that's how they'd see it as well, wouldn't they? They'd go fuck it, it's there. But the thing is, that is not the case because there's no noise when these people are taken, and there's zero evidence of animal attack. Okay. Nothing. Zero. It's just like they've gone. It's, 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 it's like they've just been like just evaporated from Earth. Yeah. That, and also his team don't investigate if there's any form of evidence of animal attack. They're like, well, okay, that's what it was. Yeah, a bear's whipped his face off. It's obvious. Like we've tracked the person who went missing's fo- uh, like footprints down here, and uh, you know, four feet over there. There it's was a ma- massive massacre of some sort. Running parallel is mountain lion tracks, and like, well, unlucky. Yeah, Could yeah. just be that. But like, there is. I think if you were. How how do you absolutely you can't be absolutely sure with with animal attacks because if you're saying that a person vanished here on a trail, you yeah. might be wrong. They might have wandered off and been fifty feet away, then got jacked further off than you thought, and then dragged away. So you might not be looking in the right spot. Mm. That's the problem. Isn't it? It's it's um sort of decep- deceptive, isn't it? Like like forests and stuff. You know what I mean? You can say you're over there. And you go, I swear I was over there, mm. and then. You go there, just say you put a flag there, and then you go over there, and you're like, sure it was there, and it's actually like 50 metres or 30 metres the other way, and you're like, oh shit, it's there, okay. Don't they reckon like you walk in circles if you're lost, don't they? I think that's because you've got one leg shorter than the other. <laughs> <laughs> but what is weird is when victims, like their bodies turn up on well-trodden trails, like accounts of 300 searchers walking a specific trail each day for a week, to try and find, like, going after the search area. And when they come back on day seven, the body's on the trail. They're like, how the fuck is... That was not there. That wasn't there the other day. It's yeah. like it's been placed there, been mm. put there. Maybe it has. Maybe. There's, there's Maybe th- there's someone fucking with them. I think, yeah. Well, there's theories going around that there's, like, um, wild people living in, living in the woods in caves, like indigenous cave people, I guess. That's one of the crazy theories. But, like, search and rescuers act really fast and they cast a net <coughs> sort of further out than the person could possibly walk. Yeah. And then they walk in, screaming and shouting. And Until, yeah. Nothing. I mean, if if you've gone missing, if you've wandered off and there's 300 people in the woods screaming your name, you'll you'd reply. Hear it, yeah. You'd hear it, wouldn't you? You'd call out, wouldn't you? Yeah, you would hear it. I mean, in any forest, if if... Even if it's just one person, you went, Dave! It'd echo around everywhere. And you, you may not, if you get a reply, you may not be able to know where they are. But you know what I mean? You'd, you'd, you'd know they're fine. They re- they would reply, simple as. It's a bit weird, isn't it? Mm. It doesn't make sense that people can disappear in such close proximity and then make no effort at all whatsoever to be found. The lazy bastards. It's not like they want to get lost. That's why I think something's taking them. Mm, but what what would it be? Are you talking human based? Are you talking I just some weird serial killer? Yeah. Well, 
I can see why a serial killer would use a park like that because it's not many people go there, and if someone stumbles across, there's an easy pick in there, isn't there? And they can go missing anywhere in that woods. You know what I mean? And it's gonna be quite hard to find. Yeah, you can just stash a body and leave it. it won't be found for years. Yeah, the clown man of America. Didn't Bund- Bundy did that, didn't he? Yeah, he did a few things like didn't he? He was he was a bit bit uh, more charming though about it, wasn't he? <laughs> yeah. I wonder if the missing 411 cases dropped off significantly after he was caught. May have. <laughs> Never know. One thing that's weird is the, the search is usually called off within a week with no real reason given. Which and that they we're, we're told that this is odd because in these in this difficult terrain, the people shouldn't have gone far within a week. They should still be quite close. But I suppose after a week, don't is it a case of the, you know, the authorities are like, they're fucking dead. They've been out there a week. Yeah. I mean, the amount of money and time they'd have to spend there. That's that's another thing. It's not like an urban place where they can, you know, they know every nook and cranny of everywhere. They don't know. They just It's just a national park. It's huge. Some of these guys do know them very well. They do. And a lot of people that go missing, like, I've got this, this bit gets weird now. This is where it starts to get a bit freaky. Right. A, dis- a disproportionately large amount of people who, d- who disappear are autistic. Or they have large, like, um, genius-level IQs. What? Autistic? Yeah. yeah, or the genius. That's going on my list of traits. Don't be autistic. <laughs> Statistically, a higher number of physicists vanish, as well as Germans. This is above the pop. This shouldn't be like this. If it was random, Germans. If it was random, I say, yeah, that's 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 pretty pretty uh, no, precise, isn't it? As well, yeah. Germans. Yeah, many of the uh, victims are accomplished outdoors people, and they know what they're doing, and they shouldn't just vanish. Another telltale sign is for what they look for is when when a body is found, it's usually in really really good condition, but missing clothes, like shoes or coats or whatever, which sounds like hypothermia. You know when people t- they start to they start feeling hot, don't they, and stuff as well, don't they? When they and ch- the temperatures mm-hmm. change, so they start taking things off and putting things. You know, it's weird, isn't it? But they do point out that doesn't add up because many times clothes are found miles away from where the body's found. I mean, if you had hypothermia, you're not going to get far. Surely your body would be found reasonably close to your jacket and shoes. You'd think so, wouldn't you? Yeah. And also, and also, victims' clothes are found miles away from where the people actually vanish, neatly folded up, inside out in some cases. Neatly folded up. And looking brand new, even though they've been exposed to the weather for years. Years. And we've got some examples of that later on. Occasionally, people are found alive, but they're missing items of clothes, which they couldn't live without. Um, and sometimes they'll turn up wearing other people's clothes, and they can't explain where they've been. Other people's clothes. Oh, I've got examples of that as well. One really, really strange example right. at the end. Okay. They walk miles without shoes on and their feet are fine. Or they apparently walk miles. Right, but... It, okay. Yeah. And, that's, and that's another thing, mate. Bodies that are found, if someone unfortunately passes away and dies, they're found completely intact but missing feet. What? The feet are gone. Trophy. Ah, yeah, man. People like trophies, don't they? Murderers do anyway. But but you got to think though, this isn't a localized area. This is across America. So for it, it sounds like it has to be like a, a network of serial killers working together. It might be. You never know. It just might. You know. You need. They had all sorts of horrible clubs, don't they? Where people 
you know, can get away with all sorts of stuff. So maybe it's a very powerful not? club. Yeah. Oh right. Okay. One Clintons. Of the <laughs> <laughs> one of the um, one of the victims' fathers seems to indicate that, but we'll we'll uh, we'll get to that in a bit. One thing that crops up time and time again is unusual weather events right after the person goes missing, like mad, crazy storms, rain, storms, you know, you know, localized fog, snow, which could explain why they went missing. I suppose, yeah, because they could lo- need to go shelter or something, and then just it gets too hardcore and they just die. Yeah, y- you wander off a trail and it's cold, but we're going out for a winter hike. Ten minutes after I realise you you vanished a fucking enormous snowstorm comes in and then it's going to make it even harder oh, yeah. to be found. I don't know. Um, but they don't investigate any disappearance when there's an evidence of any evidence of crime or if the cause of death can be identified. So if, if they know the, well, how the person died, even though it might be weird, that's they won't, they won't touch that. Right, okay. They're very specific. It, ha- it has to be an open book when it comes to the death. Everyone has to be going, I don't know. Yeah. Fucking monkeys, I don't know. Anything, yeah. Mm. Monkey frogs of France. <laughs> and there's clusters of people vanishing as well. They tend to like vanish in clusters in time and in location. Like this specific area, five miles square, in the course of two years, we'll have something like 15 people will just vanish. Yeah. And they'll all have these weird traits or profile points. There's a map actually kicking about on the internet. I saw this. Last week, because this podcast we were supposed to do last week, we did the Halloween one instead, and I'm glad because I saw this map, and it's it's um it's an overlay of the missing 411 cases and the US cave system, and there's clearly a pattern. Okay, it definitely correlates, but I don't know whether these cave systems are just in de- in you know uh, popular areas in in national parks. Maybe oh. that's the reason why. Okay, yeah, I don't know, but a lot of people say a lot of people who return from ones that found alive so they end up in cave systems end up in cave systems yeah some weird underground shit going on yeah and to really put your tin foil hat on your head some other other weird shit is is reported like um bigfoot sightings and ufos inside these caves not or? inside the oh. ca- where people go missing oh, i thought you meant inside the caves then i was thinking jesus it's weird isn't it mate and this shit happens everywhere this isn't just in the states this, they have these Traits of, uh, of vanishings here in the UK, I think, like Australia, New Zealand, Canada, all around the world. So, what are your opinions so far on that? Um, I just think it's it's there's going to be some weird shit going on. But I mean, I don't know. It's just strange. It's strange. I suppose you've got to look at each in every single case. I know it sounds. I know, obviously, what's his face was says he can't do it because he can't but I mean you've got to look into each one because there could be one simple thing which changes it all you know what I mean I think it's the the tracks for me we start on the ground at the position where the person vanished and there's no tracks surely there's got to be tracks yeah man. why would why wouldn't there be tracks but have they just got the wrong place and they think they're in the right place not if you're walking in a single file line on a trail and there's 20 people on it and they go he was at the back of this fucking line so it was here and there's nothing there. So I have no idea what any of this means. Or even if it's true or accurate, it's just what, just what's reported. Mm. Now, Politis might be totally wider the mark. And also, man, don't forget, he's selling books and documentaries. I'm not saying he's yeah, not being yeah. a piker. <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying. I mean, it, you would... It, it's strange he would help his book sales. He would, wouldn't it? Yeah. 
So um, Polidis, he's never, he never revealed what he thinks is responsible, which is interesting. He he just sort of shrugs his shoulders and says, I don't know. He just points out the facts as he sees them. I've read a few of these cases, and I mean, I don't want to say there's probably a reasonable explanation for most, but the, because apparently there isn't. I just, I they're don't just, know. just, yeah. Well, there probably isn't. It could. It's just really odd, isn't it? I mean, how do you, how do you come to a conclusion on someone's death if there's no tracks and no nothing? That's what. That's why it's weird. Yeah. I know, Immediately, I know, and then it becomes weird. I know, but like, I mean, obviously, he doesn't has, like you say, hasn't put a, a cause to it. But it, it could be something, one thing which is missing, which is simple, which can tell you what's happened. Do you know what I mean? Just one simple thing. But why isn't there that thing around? Do you know what I mean? Like so a bit of blood, or you know, a sock, or something, or a you know, whatever. Or a bear trap and a person lying in it dead. That's the thing, because when they do find the clothes, they're all mint condition. You're like, that's even weirder. Yeah, that is weird. That is weird. It's fucking crazy, mate. So I've got some cases, some really odd ones that we're going to go through. And like I say, it's a massive subject. So look into it yourselves. There's also like, before going to the cases, people have been mi- have vanished whilst on the phone. Like they've. I, I oh, so they're talking to someone and then suddenly they're gone? Yeah, like um, there was one guy, I'm sure he left the hotel somewhere and I'm just sort of going off the top of my head and he, he went out for, I can't remember where he went out he wandered off and just got unnecessarily lost called his missus said well, what where the fuck, fuck am I I yeah. don't know where the fuck I am and she was like well just look on your GPS and his GPS was moving like distances he shouldn't have and he was saying this thing this, I think he said there's something chasing me and then he, then he was gone it's weird it's all that LSD maybe mate <laughs> GPS jumping miles is odd yeah, it's, it's, that's a good point. Can can the GPS jump? And if 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 there's only if it's in error, I suppose. If it's yeah, I mean, because it. Well, I mean, fields can't. I mean, like magnetic fields. Would that be able to fuck it up or not? Or I don't, no idea. Probably. Or, do you know what I mean? Or would it just not fuck that up? Would it have to be the uh, satellite which has been knackered by a magnetic field? Fuck knows, mate. Strange. It's weird though. So we have got this a case here of a four-year-old lad called. Alfred Bealhartz, and he was with his family in the Rocky Mountain National Park. Now, obviously, his parents are watching him carefully, because he's four, mm-hmm. <laughs> and they were near a river. And without warning, he vanishes. No screams, no sounds, nothing. Just gone. <clears throat> That's like a common, obviously a common trait. Yeah. He was like 15 metres away from his family when he went. And you've got to remember, he's fucking four. He's going to call out. Yeah, yeah. It's weird. Uh, there was an immediate six-mile search of the area, people coming inwards to the point where he where he went missing. missing. Yeah, yeah. <coughs> Sorry. Uh, like, as if you're trying to cast a net. Yeah, yeah. Sniffer dogs were brought in. Um, and they actually managed to trace his scent 500 feet up a hill from where he vanished. So we've got some here, mm-hmm. which is good. But that raised more questions because there were no footprints or tracks leading up, up, this, up the top of this hill, which apparently confused the, the search party because they're like, how the fuck did, how the fuck did he get up there when there's no tracks? That doesn't yeah. make any sense at all. It's a shame you can't talk to the sniffer dogs. Yeah, yeah. Because they might be able to tell you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. They were like, okay, this is what's going it's on here. And uh, and by the sounds of it, the dogs when they got to the top, they were mad confused. And the the the, um, the the blokes who handle them, the handlers, have said it was like they. The scent was changing or moving around, and in the end, they just sort of sat on the just, floor. Just, yeah, confused the fuck. What like, the fuck's nah. going on here? It's not what you'd think a dog would do if it was about to get a biscuit as a reward mm. for finding someone. Um, 
And whilst all this is going down, so they're searching for this kid. It's all gone fucking weird. The dogs are acting strange because they're finding scents up the top of a mountain where the kid didn't walk. Mm -hmm. Some hikers who were six miles away from where Alfred disappeared, they saw a young boy on a, what they said is a really dangerous outcrop called the Devil's Nest. And it's hard as fuck to get to. And it's almost, I've looked at pictures of it. It's almost impossible if you, for like a four-year-old lad. It's not happening. You're not getting up there. And what's, even stranger is they reported this minutes after he disappeared. Okay, right? so it's okay, so it's like he got there like instantly in a way, and they didn't know he was missing. Mm. And I think he was the only missing child at the time in the park. So it's not like mistaken identity. Yeah. So unless they're bullshitting, which they I don't think they were because they reported this. Mm -hmm. Something weirds happened. Yeah. So so they said that the, the lad was walking around. He looked dazed and confused, like didn't know what he was doing mm -hmm. before being dragged backwards by what they said was an unseen force and then he vanished. Disappeared? Yeah. Just fucking went, boink, something pulled him back. Like they could see him sort of, you know, imagine your head swing down to the floor and your legs yeah, yeah. come up and mm. then he just and then he was gone. That's fucking weird, isn't it? Yeah. How could, a, how could a four-year-old boy travel six miles up a 3,000 foot elevation sort of outcrop in a matter of minutes? I don't know. That's... May maybe he's... Like, well, he should be obviously in the uh, Olympic climbing team. <laughs> Clearly, that's a good start. Yeah, the um, it, it was proper hardcore because some survivor specialists went up Devil's Nest and searched for him, and they needed climbing equipment. They were just like, "There's no no way a four-year-old's got up here." Yeah, and he was never found. No, there was nothing. They didn't find a single so trace. The, the last sighting of him was him being sort of dragged back by an invisible force in a way. The last sighting, apparently, in this weird story, was of a, of him six miles away from where he went missing mm. within a matter of minutes, being pulled into infinity mm. by an unknown force. Pulled into the abyss. On top of a rocky outcrop that a four-year-old shouldn't have got to. It's like he's walked into another dimension and popped out on top of a... Maybe he has. Maybe he's found a porthole. Was it Stargate? Mm. Who knows, man? I think we should take a break, get another drink. Okie dokie. got some really strange ones coming okay. up. Okay. Obviously, I've picked some mad ones on purpose, mm -hmm. and I've picked some, uh, there's like a famous one that we'll talk about first, but there's, I've also got some instances of, of robots. Robots? Yeah, people encountering robots, apparently. Okay. Which is weird. So this this first one that we'll go through in the second half here is uh, about a three-year-old called Gerard Atadero, and it's a, quite a, a bizarre case, this. And I'll keep it short, because it's quite a famous one, if you want the you know, the long version, Google it yourself because you'll get a lot more detail out of it than I can give you. But this happened on the Big South Trail in the Roosevelt National Forest. This is 2nd of October, 1999. And he was walking with a line of people. There you go again. Yeah. Uh, and the group which contained adults just kind of like realised that he wasn't there. I mean, he's fucking three, man. Pay attention. Keep yeah. your eye on. And you're in the middle of a 
you know, a fucking forest. Yeah. So you would keep your eye on them more. They diverted from the trail slightly to go and look at like a fish farm or some bollocks like that. But you can find the details out. Um, so whilst this is, I mean, he's three, he's gone, he's gone missing. Whilst this is going down, there was a, um, a couple of fishermen on a, on, a, on a river nearby creek. They were approached by a really young boy, right? Um, and we can only assume it was, it was Jared. Now, they, they told police in, in the interviews that they'd spoke to him and they were like, what are you doing down here by yourself, mate? Just, you know, you're three for fuck's sake. <laughs> yeah. Don't be down here. And they sent him back up the trail to meet up with the group. Uh, firstly, man. What? Yeah. Just, I would, I would, you'd, just t- you'd take the three-year-old, wouldn't you? Or keep him with you. That's what I mean. It's, I don't mean you'd take him and go, yeah, he's mine. <laughs> what I mean is, you know what I mean? You, you'd just, you'd go, right, something's not right here. We're going to hold him until we find who yeah. owns him, <laughs> basically. You're safe with me, you're safe with them. You wouldn't just go, right, go back into that spooky woods up the trail there. They were in close proximity to each other, the group were, but that doesn't mean anything. No, no, because people can go missing like instant, like, yeah, yeah. Like, like a foot away from each other then, yeah. So they sent him back up, up the trail and off he wandered into the abyss, never to be seen again. Um, now the search got underway immediately and the trail is clearly marked. It's like I'm, I'm picturing in my mind, you know, a well-trodden path, which is popular with tourists or whatever. Mm-hmm. And it was actually quite busy that day. Right, okay. A lot of other people out there, lots of people walking around. And everybody was confident that he was going to be spotted and found because there were so many people walking about. And mm-hmm. he couldn't have got far because he's three. Yeah. I mean, they're not going to fucking wander off. Massive search, shitloads of people, sniffer dogs, helicopters with infrared came in. One of the helicopters actually crashed, which doesn't... People, I think people like to try and... Use that to add to the weirdness. Mm. It's just a helicopter crashing. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't found. And they, they said it was like he wasn't in that area anymore. And we know the Americans are good at crashing helicopters. Are they? Yeah. Remember the uh, Saddam? No, not Saddam. Uh, Bin Laden. Bin Laden, when they, they just like literally, let's be stealth here. <laughs> crashed the helicopter into it. Yeah, but they were doing some next level low landing stuff, weren't they? Then they clipped the back of something. God, I wonder what happened. I wonder if they just clipped a cable or something. Yeah, I think it was. Something, yeah. Sent oh, Dave, you just, ruined the, you just ruined a £500 million helicopter. We've now we've got to blow it up even more. Yeah, hide it. Anyway. <laughs> yeah, so he, he wasn't found. He'd gone. Now, bear in mind he went missing in 1999. In 2003, four years later, two hikers found his clothing and parts of his body off, I guess you'd call it like an advanced trail, like an okay. advanced walking route. They needed... Again, specialist climbing equipment to get near his body, which was 500 foot up a, a cliff strewn with boulders. There's boulder fields again. They, they seem to be very good at climbing, these children who go missing, don't they? Yeah, unusually good for their age. <laughs> uh, it took them ages um, for them to get up there. And the experts were like, there's no way that he could have... It's so unlikely that a three-year-old would have climbed that. And I've looked at the pictures of where he was. and Just like, like... I know little kids are monkeys and they can climb... Very well, but but still, three-year-olds are like like drunken men all the time, though. The way they walk and stuff. So there's no way. Imagine being, imagine drinking twenty pints and then going, <laughs> let's try and climb Everest. Yeah, with no 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 concept of danger. You're gonna fall down instantly. You're just gonna be like, I can't even get up the first foot. It's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. But they'd actually searched that area again multiple okay. times. They were like, we've been there. Yeah. So what what's going on? Yeah. And this is where it gets weird because his death was initially put down to mountain lion attack. So. Why, why is it a 411? Because we don't, apparently they don't investigate that. Um, but the um, the animal experts, I like, I don't know, Steve Irwin or some shit, they were like, nah, that's not, this isn't, his body's not consistent, his remains are not consistent with any form of animal attack. Mm-hmm. 
Um, and also, mate, his clothing was pretty much immaculate. His jacket was fine. There was no rips, no claw marks, no blood, nothing. Mm-hmm. And it was folded neatly. It found folded neatly up, um, which is fucking crazy. Yeah. I've seen the pictures of him. It's pretty mad. His trousers had been pecked by birds or something like that, maybe like mice or something. It wasn't... Right. It was damaged, but it wasn't damaged from predator attack. And they were found neatly lying on the floor, turned inside out. Mm-hmm. So they'd been taken off, you'd think. And there was no sign of any violent, horrific death being eaten by animals. You know, there was no blood, and there was no mountain lion or any predator DNA found on his cl- on his clothing, mm-hmm. which you'd expect if you'd been dragged off in the mouth of a angry, hungry creature. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And his shoes, mate, were in mint condition, right? Don't forget, they'd spent four years in the wilderness under, like, heat, snow, rain, sunlight, you know, storms. They weren't even dirty. Maybe he's, he's you know, like you have the um, the people who live in the forests who come up with medicines and stuff. Maybe he's just found a, maybe he's just found a really good, like, a mix of leaves and stuff which cleans his shoes and makes them completely looking brand new. Fucking weird, mate. I don't know what's going on. Um, I mean, they uh, they did a bit more searching when they went up to to find like retrieve the remains, and they found one of his teeth balanced neatly on a log after four years right. of snow and rain and wind. It's just balanced there, as if they said it was like somebody put him there, or this had been set up, some sort of ritual. I don't know. But his dad, this is what I was saying earlier, his dad doesn't believe this the mountain lion attack. He, he says that theory's bollocks. It's a cover. He reckons that he was kidnapped. And he kind of alludes to some form of child or abduction or people abduction ring, snatching people up and doing things with them. Right, okay. I mean, I don't know. That's just what his dad, I mean, his dad's going to be more in the know than me, mm. sitting behind a keyboard, drinking a cup of coffee. It's weird though, isn't it? That's odd. And we know these things exist now. Mm. After Epstein didn't kill himself. Yeah, that's true. Um, What's your thoughts on that? I don't know. It's, it's it just makes me think. Is is it like um, Chinese whispers a little bit as well with these people? Because yeah, I think it's convenient that someone else can spot a child somewhere. And you know what I mean, or is it something where it's pushed pushed into your mind where do you know what I mean? If you know someone's missing, you think you see him, and do you know what I mean? Well, no, they found his the hikers found him. I know they found him dead, but I mean, you know, the one you were saying before, with the oh, right. on the top of a mountain and all that, and he got dragged back by a mysterious force, and I don't know. It's if the records are correct, they reported that minutes with him being missing. Oh, so they wouldn't have known he was missing, and it was six mile away. Right. Okay. That's so why it's not, fucking weird. Yeah, it's not like they've they know and they're they're trying to look out for it. Yeah. Sort of thing. Okay. It's not like days later. I've got another one here. 30 year old George Penker. This is on the 17th of June 2011 in Yosemite National Park. He was with a group of around 80 hikers. So straight away, 80 people. We got yeah. enough eyeballs on yeah, the yeah. scene. Yeah. They were hiking up Upper Yosemite Fall, which is like a big rock formation with a waterfall. And it looks banging, man. Does it? Looks like a great place to go camping and be a right laugh. Um, and there's well-walked trails that you go up. And mm-hmm. They got to the top, chilled out, looked at the view, and then they went back down uh, in a long line of people. Yeah. Again, common trail. Yeah, yeah. And he, they think he was at the back of the line. Right, okay. Well, you'd hope so, because otherwise the person behind him would have seen him gone missing. 
Yeah, uh, again, another common occurrence. Uh, when they get to the bottom, they were all in eyesight, apparently. When they got to the bottom, they just realised he wasn't there. They were like, okay, concerning, but don't panic. He's 30, he's got food, he's got water, he's got suitable clothing. Yeah, He's on this trail. Yeah, he'll find it, or we'll just call him and he'll come to us or something. Yeah, he's yeah, not... Yeah. He's not he couldn't have got far. Um, you know, you can you can literally see the trail. Mm-hmm. There's no reason for him to stray. And even if he does, you can see the fucking trail, apparently. Yeah. They raised the alarm at 9 p.m. that night within a few hours. So they didn't do it immediately because they just thought he was going to come. They didn't even think it was an issue. Mm-hmm. He'll be here in a minute. And the search party thought that he was going to be found because it was quite a small area. Um, George knows he's missing and he's probably taking a rest or something. Mm-hmm. This is fine. Hundreds of people search. Helicopters deployed. Sniffer dogs who couldn't find a scent on the trail, which we know he was 100% on. Dogs are like, nope, not Nothing. here. Not never here. been here. Never been here. No sign of him here. And by the sounds of it, they circled the area and had like um, that like like in a pincer movement and just moved out. And they found nothing. Mm-hmm. They're like they kind of say that they're going over almost every inch of ground. Mm-hmm. Zero lads at the top worked their way down to different trails. Nothing. It was it completely vanished. No one could understand how he apparently strayed from the trail, which they point out he wouldn't have done. And it's been eight years since he's since his disappearance. And nothing has been found, which they say is really hard. Be- not even clothing. This is a okay. well-visited, popular area. So you reckon he'll turn up in the future? With might a tough on a, on a log somewhere? and He might turn up in the future alive. We've got... You're going to... The last case that we're going to go through is fucking mad. Right, okay. But we're going to go through this one first. And like the cases where people vanish and are you know, never seen again are a bit weird. Mm. But when they come back alive... Yeah, they got a story, a good story, or yeah, they've right? got some crazy tales, and like usually they'll return confused as fuck, which I suppose is is understandable. Um, and even if they haven't been gone long, they're, they're you know they're a bit disorientated, or they're found unconscious and, and remember very little. Mm. Another interesting point is a lot of them are found eating berries, and they don't know why. Hmm. Okay, they could be hungry. just tripping. Yeah, <laughs> no, they shouldn't be hungry, man. They shouldn't be. Uh, this this bizarre story comes from a three-year-old who went missing and he was found safe, obviously safe and well. And it's this is nuts. It's okay. fucking off the hook and <laughs> crazy. Okay. And they take it with a pinch of salt and put your hat on, your tinfoil hat. The kid's unnamed. I think his family don't want him to be identified. Mm-hmm. Uh, he, he disappeared from right under his parents' nose by a river uh, near Mount Shasta, I believe it's called. Mm-hmm. And he was missing for 12 hours in total. So that's right. pretty fucking scary if you've got a little kid that's gone for 12 hours. Yeah. Immediately, the authorities were notified and the search got underway. They found him totally unharmed next to a line of trees, yeah? Nearby. So he wasn't miles away. No. He was right next to where they were searching. And he was so close, investigators were like, why didn't you call out, mate? Yeah, yeah. Your mum and dad were screaming for you. We've had like 200 guys walking about. You're there. Why didn't you call out? A little bastard. And this is what he said. He said he followed a woman that looked like his grandmother. She led him into a cave-like room under the mountain that contained a group of motionless, motionless robots that kind of looked like people. What? Okay, bear with me, man. And uh, what he describes, he said he sees what he thought were weapons lying around covered in dust, which is an odd detail. So he's in a, right. he's in a cave under a mountain with his grandma and there's dusty old weapons lying on the floor. Okay. Would a three-year-old even know what a weapon was? No, I don't know. Weird, isn't it? He said once inside, he realised the woman who he thought was his grandma was in fact a robot when strange, like, glowing sparks started shooting out of her head. 
the robot grandma thing, if that's what you want to call it, right. asked him to shit on a piece of paper. <laughs> shit on it now. Yeah. And he was like, I'm not doing that. It's kinky this is. It, it sounds like a sample collection. Right, okay. If yeah, yeah. If this is to be believed. Now, then obviously he refused to do this shit sample. Then the robot woman thingy says, told him like his history. He said, you're from outer space and you were you were implanted in your mother's womb. What? This is a three-year-old saying <laughs> it, <man. laughs> Right, what the fuck? And it, when he was five, like a couple of years later, he uh, recounts the story again, but it's, it's a bit more coherent and there's a little bit more detail. He said, this woman grabbed me and took me to a creepy place. It, she was a robot. It was a cave with spiders in and there were purses and guns lying on the floor. I was scared, so I didn't touch anything. But when she climbed a ladder, the light kind of made her look like a robot. There were other robots too, but they didn't move. She made me lay down on my back and looked at my tummy, and then she tried to get me to poop on some sticky paper, but I couldn't go. She then told me to wait in the tree line, and that's when you guys found me. <laughs> what? Dum, 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 dum. It's crazy, and it's coming from a three-year-old kid, right? He yeah. probably doesn't even know what a fucking robot is, yeah. let alone be able to describe an experience like that. But what's weird is the story's kind of, kind of backed up by his gran, who may just be over-egging it for a bit of money, cash. But where they're keeping themselves, they're keeping identities hidden because they don't want to... So it's weird. Right, okay. So but what's her grand said then? It said she'd gone camping with her husband three weeks before in that exact same location. location. Mm. And she told investigators when she woke up, she had like a strange pain in the base of her neck and she was dragged out of the tent in the middle of the night by... Something that she can't remember because she's talking bullshit. She blacked out, right? And can't remember anything else. The next day she woke up face down lying in the dirt with two holes in the back of her head. She's talking shit, man. I'm telling you. It does sound like it, doesn't it? Yeah, she's got to be because why would you go, right, I tell you what, I'm going to get my grandson <laughs> and their family to go to the same place with me and we'll just have some fun. Do you know what happened to you, Granny? Yeah. We'll yeah. go there anyway have some fun. Good point. It's dangerous. If, if that happened, you'd be like, I ain't going there. No one, no one in my family is going near there. I don't know what the fuck happened there. Well, she reckons, after speaking to her, her grandson, that the way he, he, was de- he describes it to her, that it was like a, a hologram, potentially, which right. f- creeped her out, because there's potentially like a, a doppelganger hologram of her trying to abduct her own grandson, which is fucking weird. And that mountain has got loads of weird shit going down. Like the, the, uh, I think they're called the Lemurians, who are supposed to be like some sort of... They live in... It's hollow earth theory, mate, reptilians and shit. Right, that, okay, yeah. It's fucking mad, isn't it? Yeah. What do you reckon, Rob? You're having none of that? I'm, I'm not having it. Uh, the only reason I'm not having it is because the grand decided to take them back. I mean, they weren't there in the first place, but she was. And she, obviously, some next level shit apparently happened to her. And then a couple of weeks later, she goes, right, should we go to the creek where... Uh, I don't think she was with them that second time. She went there. That happened. I think she just fucking went, well, I don't know. It must have been fucking... I don't, You'd think she'd say something weird happens. I wouldn't go don't there. Don't go there. Yeah, go somewhere else. Yeah. So this one, this next story happened. We've got a couple more. We'll go through. This happened on the night of the second of July. I think it was like back in the fifties. I didn't right. write down in um, Kutani National Forest in Montana, if I've pronounced that correctly. Okay. Um, Maria Curtis, I think, is the woman. She was called out of a tent by her children screaming. When she got out, her and her kids saw what they describe as a huge bear cradling their two-year-old daughter. Ida Curtis in its front paw and it just ran off into the forest holding her like just scooting along on three legs just going do-dum, 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 whilst he's going to kick right. on the 4th of July so the next day after 350 search and rescue dudes looked throughout the night in heavy rain and mm-hmm. freezing temperatures Ida was found totally dry and safe in a crudely built shelter 
30 yards from where she was taken. Oh. I know. So she was in a, some weird shelter which was made. Apparently, yeah, she made the shelter. Now, she said she was being cuddled and comforted by this bear who fed her berries when she was missing. Mm-hmm. Now, apparently, the local sheriff was pissed off with the family because they were saying this. And they were like, he was like, that's fucking bollocks. Yeah, yeah. You can't, that can't be. I'm with the sheriff on that one. And what's odd, mate, there were zero bear tracks found, mm-hmm. which you would expect to find in the wet ground because he was running. So logically, what this means is the family mass hallucinated and the two-year-old ran away by herself, made mm-hmm. a shelter 30 yards from camp, eluded 350 trained search personnel with sniffer dogs and survived the night in freezing temperatures and heavy rain. Hmm. Doesn't make any sense. Doesn't at all to me. It sounds like they've done it to me, and they've it's some sort of like weird attention-seeking story, maybe to try and sell to I'll papers sell or something. Grand. But I I looked in when I was researching this. I was like, there's got to be some information. There's, there are historical newspapers, like the actual scans of it, mm-hmm. and you can read it. Oh, it right, fucking okay. happened. Okay, it happened as they're saying it. But did it happen? Mm. I don't fucking know. This I think is the last case we'll go through here. And this is fucking weird, man. Uh, February 1978, um, Stephen Kabaki, he went missing for 15 months, then woke up in a field wearing somebody else's clothes. Nice. One hell of a bender, that was. <laughs> hell of a bender, mate. Proper. Next level <laughs> Oliver <laughs> yeah, Reed yeah, style. Yeah, yeah. This is this happened in Michigan. He was near an area called the um, the Great Lakes Triangle, mm-hmm. whatever. Told his mates he was going skiing, but he didn't return. Family realised something was up and raised the alarm. Mm-hmm. They searched the area. They found his skis and like his poles on the on the beach of Lake Michigan. Mm-hmm. Search and rescuers also located his tracks in the snow, and they followed them, and they just stopped. Did right. they though? Or is that just, you know, yeah. internet law? Someone added that in. Yeah, yeah. It's like he walked out of reality, apparently. The teams flew over Lake Michigan. They found his backpack in the same area. And they concluded that somehow he ended up in the lake and drowned. And okay. no body was found. So the family are in mourning. Get on with your life. It's over. Yeah. On the 5th of May, 1979, 15 months later, Big Stevie appeared out of nowhere and just walked up to his dad's front door and went, knock, 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 let me in. Obviously, his dad opens the door and yeah, he's in yeah. massive shock. He's like, what the, f- where the fuck have you been? Yeah, we've done a funeral and all sorts. You're we've, dead? We've claimed off the life insurance already. Yes. Yeah, Shit, you need to hide, mate. Now, he didn't really have any in-depth details of, and he doesn't really remember much. What he did say, he said, he wo- I woke up in Pittsburgh, which was 40 miles from his dad's house, lying in a meadow wearing clothes that weren't his, he had a small bag with him containing maps that weren't his. And where he woke up was 700 miles away from where he went missing. It's mad, isn't it, that? And when the family said, like, you've been gone for 15 months, he was, f- like, in a state of shock. Well, you would be, wouldn't you? Like, what the fuck? He had no concept of any time passing at all. He thought he just fell over and then woke up. It's fucking mad, isn't it? Well, what happened to him then? I don't know. He said he has the impression that he was running in them 15 months. Running for 15 months? Doing something. He has the impression that he was running. That's all, that's all I could... He doesn't really say much about it. Right. Okay. He's not a crazy person. He's got a master's in, in linguistics and he's got a PhD in clinical psychology. Okay. He's just a weird episode in his life. Just some, like a, it could be it could be a mental breakdown of some sort and or it could be yeah, I mean, something strange happened to him. I don't know. I don't know enough about the human mind to say whether it can just shut down for 15 fucking months and go on a mad wander like Forrest Gump running everywhere and then wake up in a field. That's crazy, isn't it? That is in different clothes. 
So there's loads of theories on what's going on, like, you know, people just getting lost, misadventure, suicide, mm-hmm. serial killers, some form of... It progressively gets weirder. It's like right, some yeah, form yeah. of abduction by unknown people. For Robots sinister. in caves. Yeah, unknown indigenous wild people, Bigfoot, ultra-terrestrials or aliens. The free-handed running bear. Yeah, walking into other dimensions. I don't know, man. Fucking yeah, yeah. weird, though, isn't it? Yeah. Look into it, bro! It's crazy. I mean, it's it's one of those things where it, it, any story can be made up from it, do you know what I mean, as yeah, well? Because yeah, yeah. it's... Because it's such a, a big space and anything can happen. You know what I mean? It's, there's obviously usually... I, I'm just trying to be logical because it's me. Um, it's usually some... It'll be a misadventure most of the time or, or a murder or something like that. But Robot Gran. Or Robot Gran, obviously. That's logical. You know what I mean? But, I mean, it's... If there's no evidence for anything, anything can be made up about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. They could have been stabbed. They could have hovered for... 10 days and then come back down. Anything could happen, you know what I mean? Well, I did, these cases that I, that I covered, I try, I did my best to make sure that they were real and not like some stupid yeah, yeah. story that somebody had written. So they did occur, but again, if these things are happening 5,000 miles away in another country, how do I know that the details that I'm telling you guys are correct? Yeah. I don't fucking know that. I don't think anyone really knows. No. Just go and look into it yourself. By the sound of it, so that the people who survived don't really know. Yeah, it's weird, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Weird. Social media winner for last week for sharing our shizniz on Facebook is Jack Rushby. Yeah, man. Well done, mate. Well, you've won. What, is it? what has he won? Which one? Um, the Halloween one we did. The Halloween one. High oh, Strangeness. Yes. Oh, yes. That was quite a good one, actually, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. And so I'll be getting that sent out to you ASAP. I think that'll probably do it. You need to send us your details. Oh, for yeah, us yeah. To send, send it, obviously. Us yeah. We can't just guess. It'd be a very good guess, though, wouldn't it? You've got to say. If you just guess the address. Well, what are the odds on that? <laughs> God knows. You may as well buy a lottery ticket 16,000 times. Yeah, it's going to be enormous odds. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you. If you want to contact us, do it on just type our name in on Google and it will pop <laughs> up and just type from Facebook and blah, blah, blah. And you can just tell us what you think. Send us reviews. Do whatever you need to do. You know, do all talk back. Well, Tom will probably. I'll just get frustrated because I do with the internet. <laughs> right. See you next week. See you later, everyone. Bye. <laughs>